And we are back. Welcome to Kiddush Club News for Jews podcast. It's news without the noise. Is that taken already? <laughs> you totally stole that. That was totally stolen. But we do also make noise, by the way. I don't know what you're it, talking about. It's without the noise. That's the whole idea. It's just, the, what is the noise? I don't know. That's the noise is just the, uh, it, it's like, it's, it's the slant. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. There's no slant here. No spin. This right. is the no spin zone. Exactly. That's also taken. Yeah. That's also taken. Before you, we start. Yeah, go ahead. We're going we're gonna to start, because we started last episode with, uh, with coffee drinking from Gaia Coffee. We're going to start this episode once again with coffee drinking because I saw a life hack. My palate is not discerning enough for me to test it. And that's where you come in, my good man. Uh-huh. So I'm a coffee connoisseur now. You're a coffee connoisseur. Coffee really snob. Am, though. You're a coffee snob. I really am. You are. You are. So in front of you, there are two cups. You see those two cups, correct? Uh-huh, Please uh-huh. keep them in the correct I didn't know positions. what these were for. Turns out they're for me. Yes, they're for you. Now, you've been drinking a cup of brewed, beautifully, perfectly brewed coffee until now. You're putting that on the side. Now, what you're about to drink are two cups of the exact same instant coffee, and it is your favorite instant coffee, which is Taster's Choice. Yes, okay. I know about that. Yes, yep, I am I a taster. I know. I know. You are a taster. And it is my choice. <laughs> it has been your choice. Go ahead. Both of them were prepared slightly differently, and you're going to taste both and tell me if which there's a better? difference and is one of them better. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Okay, do it. Go. Here comes cup number one. Okay. Okay. Interesting. How was that? How was that? No, no, that, that's not the right one. Oh, that is the right one. I'm sorry. And there's something different about the one I'm yes. about to taste. Same taster's choice. Same. was prepared ex- slightly differently. I like this one better. Automatically. Really? Yeah. I don't believe it. Yeah. Exact same amount of water. Exact same amount of milk. And you're noticing a difference. I don't know what it is about this one that's something different. I don't know. I can't put and my it's finger better, on it. But it's better. I'm preferring it. Okay. I'm blown away. Okay. I'm blown me. away. So I saw this uh, video on uh, instant coffee. And it was saying basically that we're all preparing instant coffee wrong. So, you know, I hate things like that because it's like, you know, shut who up. Who are you? Who are you? Exactly. Like, like who okay. are you to tell We've me? I've been, been wrong. Yeah. I've been doing this for 25 years. Who exactly, are you? Exactly. Exactly. So... What they what this guy basically said is that instant coffee, right? So you have those it's not grinds, right? What they do is they, they make the coffee and then they dehydrate it. And you're left with like this coffee concentrated coffee substance that you add water to. So he was saying that it's very delicate for that reason and that when you pour boiling hot water on it, you're burning those crystals. Mm. Instead, put regular water, you know, room temperature water, dissolve it, then add the hot water after so that you don't burn the crystals and you'll get a better tasting cup. Now, you didn't know which was which. I did. Right. And I lab- I labeled, if you turn it around, you'll see there's a D on that one. Yeah, there is a D. Yes. That is the one that I prepared according to his specifications. Why'd you choose D? What does D stand for? It stands for decaf because they're both decaf. <laughs> oh, get them out of here. <laughs> no, well, you have the caffeinated one right there. I didn't want to kill you. By giving smart, you smart idea. Three cups of <laughs> coffee. But it, it worked. Isn't that amazing? So cliché is the way to go. Cliché, yeah. Good point. Right? Cli- cliché in preparing it, yeah. So your Shabbos coffee should be better. Isn't that interesting? Aside really from the, the, the Rebbe, wasn't it, wasn't it Rebbe and Marcus Aurelius, you know, they used to be like Chavrus's, right? Yes, he used yes. to come visit him. He had a secret uh, passage to get his house. And he, he wanted to, uh, he told him, what, why is the food so good in your house? You know, I want oh, the recipes. Oh, the Shabbos spice. Right, it's yeah. the Shabbos spice. So your instant coffee has the Shabbos spice, but now you have a second spice that you can use to make your coffee. So basically, all I did was I took the the I took a, you know a heaping teaspoon of Taster's Choice. I added some room temperature water to it, dissolved the crystals, 
Then I added hot water like I always do, filled it to the same spot I normally would fill it, added the milk, and that was it. And you just got life hacked from courtesy of Kiddush Club. Now that we got the life hack done, we shall move to the news. What would you like to talk about this week? There's so much. There's a lot. There's there, a lot. There but, is a lot. But do we want to talk about like the big stories that everybody has heard I of I want to talk so about much? Victor Boot and Brittany Gore. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you pronounce it? It's Boot? It's Boot. B-O-U-T. Boot. Why is that not Bout? It's not I was bout. saying Bout. No, it's definitely not Bout. Uh, and I know this because I had seen the... We shall see if you're correct. Victor Bout. Oh, boom. Okay. So so let me boom you right bout? back. The first time. Victor Boot uh, FBI agent? That's because he's him? that's because he's Canadian. He's an FBI okay, agent. Okay, okay, okay. Here's here's a video from a Russian on how to pronounce it. Does that does that count? Victor Boot. Ooh. <laughs> okay, so it's a machlaikas Google and, and nobody. And and this. Anyway, I want to talk about Victor Boot because I saw so many interesting videos about him. Such as. Such as well, obviously he's the merchant of death, but it was a fascinating tale. Like a sixty minutes video, like twelve minutes long, that about how they caught him. Ooh, that sounds interesting. But wait, let's just let, for 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 the some people who don't know what we're talking about. For Brittany, the uninformed. For the uninformed, Brittany Griner is a WNBA player, which we covered. Well, so we've we heard, covered this. We've covered this many times. She was arrested in uh, Russia because she was going to Russia to play basketball in the off season. Uh, she had some hash oil. In her luggage, they arrested her. It's illegal in Russia. They uh, sentenced her to nine years of hard prison. Labor. <laughs> hard like labor. Siberia. Yeah. Like yeah. This is the stuff in you Russia. read in storybooks. Yes. And uh, since then, the Biden administration has been trying to negotiate for her release. And they did negotiate, and she was just released. And in return, we gave up a man named Victor Bout. I'm going to say Bout because that's how Google says it. You could say Boot. Is Victor Bout. Is, is is Victor Boot? Yes, if you're is Russian. how to pronounce? If you don't Russian. want to upset this man. It's true. By Let the me way. tell you, say name right or face consequence. So Victor Boot was <laughs> was traded. This man is an arms dealer. He arms terrorists. He specifically was trying to attack Americans over the years with with his weapons, and that's who he gave up. Yeah, and at he the was same a one stop shop for all kinds of death and destruction. Well, it, he, look. On the one hand, he was really just a businessman with a with a really pretty bad industry, right? Because who's his customers? Terrorists. Who's his customers? Rogue governments, like the people who, who? can't get arms. Yeah. they have money, but they just yeah, can't get that, weapons. That's like that's like that's like when they they capture the the head of a a, a mafia crime family, and you're like, well, that was just his industry. <laughs> right? It's just no, the industry is in the mafia industry. I'm not Nobody saying. Forced him I, to do this. I'm not. I'm not excusing him. <laughs> I'm not saying that Sounds this is, like is okay. I just it was he evil yeah, by way of so. wanting to kill Americans? Well, he landed in Russia like a hero. He's been appearing all over Russian TV like a hero. Russian propaganda is like touting this thing like like he's, you know, forget about it. That that's what I was wondering when I heard this story. Like is he going to go to jail in Russia? Go to jail? Yeah, like he's no. an arms dealer. No, they're thrilled. He said he. The first thing he said after being released was, "It's good that they went into Ukraine. They should have done it earlier. I'm going to help with that effort." No, this dude's not a good guy. So your whole theory, no, I don't say he's a good guy, bad dude. 
really, really bad dude. And the funny part is there's a bunch of other Americans, most notably uh, an ex-Marine named Whelan, who's in Russia, who's served. She only was there for like a couple of months serving. This guy served like, I think, four three years. or four years. Four years, yeah. Right. And they left him behind. Well, the, apparently, it seems- Because the WNBA, bro. No, it's no. Important. It seems like that. If, if you want Wheeler in the deal, it's off. Whelan. No. No, that's what they're saying now. There was an NBC News segment where they actually said the opposite, that Russia told them it's either or. Really? Late, yes. Then the Biden administration came out and said, no, it was it was never available to us. Then NBC deleted that news segment and replaced it with another one that totally makes no mention of the other news segment. Or that No, do you have proof or. of this? Yes. I would love to see proof of this. Because that's bizarre. I mean, this is my job. For you to save a, a, a basketball player over an ex-Marine, that doesn't make sense to me. You know what? That 60 Minutes does give a summary of who he is better than I ever could. So here it is. Here's a little bit from that segment. Mike Braun, the former chief of operations for the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration, told us Boot first exploded on the scene in war-torn West Africa in the late 1980s. Elevating bloody conflicts from machetes and single-shot rifles to... AK-47s, not by the thousands, but by the tens of thousands. So he weaponizes civil war in Africa. He transformed these young adolescent warriors into uh, insidious, mindless, maniacally driven killing machines that operated with assembly line efficiencies. Now 43, boot from the Soviet Republic of Tajikistan, is a mystery man who reportedly served in the Soviet Air Force and Intelligence Service. The U.S. has indicted him on four terror-related charges, including conspiracy to kill Americans. What makes him a threat to the United States? He is a shadow facilitator. He's arming not only designated terrorist groups, uh, insurgent groups, but he's also arming very powerful drug trafficking cartels uh, around the globe. So this came out in 2010. This is a 60 Minutes segment from 2010, which is when they caught him. They spent how many millions and millions of dollars on this operation to get him? To give him back, to get Brittany Griner. That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> it's a little weird, like, right? Like, I wonder, I would love to hear, like, just an interview of the FBI agents that were involved yeah. in his catching and see, <laughs> hey, guys, how do you feel? How do you feel about the swap? <laughs> they can't be thrilled. They cannot be thrilled. I don't imagine so. But back to what you were saying. They had to go undercover. Uh, they, they had plans to meet in one country that fell through. They went to a different country. I mean, it's all in the video, but it's totally fascinating. We're going to post this video in the WhatsApp group, as Absolutely. we always do. Yeah. And it uh, it is a fascinating video. But it also gives you an idea into who we just gave back to Russia. And not only that, I imagine he's gone right back to business. Oh, yes. Yes. With, with the blessings of his uh, fatherland and its dictator, Vladimir Putin. I imagine. You ever notice that in the news, the newscasters, I don't know what you want to call them, they all have the, the same way of talking. Do they teach them in school? They all go like high and they're like, and that's when Victor Boot came back. They they constantly do that. That's <laughs> true. It actually- There is a it, tune. It drives me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they teach that in journalism school. But you were saying that, that they could have traded Victor Boot either for Whelan or for Brittany Griner. Yes. And what you're saying makes a little bit more sense because uh, Trump came out and he said that he had that offer on the table to return Victor Boot to get the ex-Marine Whelan, and he declined. There's right. no way that he would have right. let a terrorist of that magnitude exactly. out of jail. Exactly. 
I mean, you could have got at least get like a bunch of things, get a bunch of people out for this one guy. No, you know? it's going to be one for one. Pick you who, pick. Who decides? Come on. It's a little crazy. It's to insane. Think, it's a little crazy to think that they prioritized a basketball player over somebody who served the country, uh, literally a hero. Yes, and and think about it. This guy is going to go right back into the business, and who knows how many deaths he's going to be responsible for? God forbid. But it there, is what it is. It is what it is. All right, moving on. Moving on in other terrorist news. <laughs> Believe it or not, they found, they arrested the uh, one of the masterminds behind the Lockerbie bombing in December of 1988. Is that Scotland? It was a flight from the UK. Was that a TWA flight? It was a Pan Am flight. They, they really? don't exist anymore, Pan Am. Yeah, it was a it was a flight that started in the UK and it was, uh, it, there was a bomb on the plane and it went down over Scotland in the town of Lockerbie. They now have the guy, one of the guys who was responsible for the bombing. And uh, it's not, you know... How many years later is this? It's not uh, John Patrick O'Leary, I'll tell you that much. Uh, who is it? His name is Abu... <laughs> Abu Aguila Mohammed Masoud Kher Al-Marimi. Interesting. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, what... Of, How many years ago was it? Because I, I don't do math. It was in 1988. So it was 32 years, 34 it's years. Only 34 years. Bravo. <laughs> Wow. It only took 34 years. But you know what's interesting is that they, at least they were still looking. Yeah. It's like, who's in charge of that case? Like, he was 34-year-old, <laughs> 34 years on the job, and he's like, oh, back to the grind. <laughs> you know, like 30 years in. What does he he's do like, every day? Honey, honey, have a great day. Oh. <laughs> How was your day at work today? <laughs> Another dead end. 30 years of dead ends. So it's a happy story for him. Yeah. Could you, could you imagine? <laughs> That's he really came home nice. finally. That's he finally really came nice. home, and he, and he finally How had you a not good day. Believe this. Finally had a good day. You haven't. <laughs> she hasn't seen him like this in thirty-four years. I don't know what's gotten into you, honey. But what does he do the next day? What does he do when he goes to the work? The next case. <laughs> I'm ready for a new case, boss. Hey, boss. <laughs> there was another story. Job satisfaction is underrated. I'm just. <laughs> He was dedicated. Yeah, no, <laughs> whoever that's, he was. That's thirty-four years is dedication. <laughs> okay, for, before you start sending us hate mail, we know we're joking. Okay, we know that there was a team, and we know it's not the same guy working for thirty-four years on the same case. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it it definitely was. I'm sure it was he's, not. Listen to me. He started his career at thirty. He's now sixty-four, and he's finally got a break. He finally uh, got a break. I don't see why you're apologizing. Well, I was listening to a true crime podcast. It's actually not as crazy as you'd think for some of these old cases to be solved now. Like, because the the technology now, the advancements in DNA and DNA testing. Yeah, but what could come to light from 1988? Well, I'll tell you. There was nothing. There was oh, no cameras. Yeah, yeah. The um, the, gar the Golden State Killer. You ever hear of that case? No. So Yeah, I was listening to this podcast. It's about the Golden State Killer. This guy was crazy. The, he started in the 70s and then into the early 80s. By the way, that whole time period I'm, I'm learning is like, was like pretty dark when yeah. it comes to like serial killers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I was thinking the crazies. same thing. Yeah. Like, what was going on in the 70s, no, this early dude, 80s? This dude was, forget it. I can't even go into it. It's, it's, it's way too horrible. He was a serial rapist, a serial killer. He became a serial killer. He was taunting the police for years. And like just leaving clues. Leaving clues, taunting them. And he was prolific. Like dozens and dozens of people he would bring into the house. He would like... He was like a guy in murder. Yes. And he would case them. 
he would break into their houses, tie them all up. All right, less yeah. details, because I need crazy. to sleep this evening. So I, I'm going to ruin the podcast for you right now by saying, so I, I couldn't deal with it. I, I was at the edge of my seat knowing, like, they never found this guy, like, 40 the years. Golden they never found this guy. The Golden State Killer? The Golden State Killer. Turns wait, out- just, Golden State is California? California, okay. yeah. In 2018, they managed to figure out who it was based on DNA. And they got him. The guy's name is Joseph James D'Angelo. And he's now behind bars. And it was him. And then he confessed. He confessed to other murders. He, this guy's regular behind bars. Here he is. This is the dude. He looks shady. I mean, I would not trust that man with anything. <laughs> okay, but he was, you know, his family said he was a very nice father. And, and you know, he, he was actually a, a police officer at one time, which is so crazy. I mean, obviously, these people are, are, are deranged. Deranged. It's not like it's like they could lead normal lives. So and this then guy, there's a part of them that's just yeah. He 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 says and and unhinged. Some of the victims who lived, they said that like he would be. They would hear him walking around the house. You know, they're tied up, and he's walking around the I house. Mean, not to, and he's we, arguing with himself, going, "I told you to be quiet." So he's hearing voices. He's hearing voices, and he said he was hearing voices. And but he also had a family. He was a police officer. He had a family. He had daughters. They they say he was a great dad. He was a regular guy. He ended up becoming a d- divorce attorney. I mean, this guy was a, a pillar of the community. You know, regular guy. He was horrible, horrible. It's very scary to just to think that that could happen. Like I'm scared now. It's very scary. Yeah. But but on the plus it, side, it makes me wonder: Do I even know you? <laughs> <laughs> on the plus side, you know, there's been tremendous advancements. So it's much harder for them these days to get away with it. We have cameras everywhere. Everybody's phone has cameras. There's security cameras everywhere you turn because they cost about 10 cents to buy. So it's a lot more difficult for these guys. And if you, if, you, if you read into what went on during the case, you could see how he got away with it because there was just so many glaring oversights that they had that I don't think it would happen the same way today. Well, hopefully not. I don't know where you're going with this. I'm going to Joey Chestnut. <laughs> yeah, let's go back. Let's get, we we went off track. Joey Chestnut, your favorite guy. Okay, my favorite guy. Your favorite guy. Competitive eater. Competitive eater. Who we covered, and I never knew his name before. But now that I know his name, you know how that happens. Like, like a word that you never knew a vocabulary word. You're like, why well, I never heard that word. Okay. And then you start hearing it every minute. Like right. everybody's using it. So right? now you're getting Joey Chestnut bombarded. G- bombarded. Maybe it's Google just listening it's just Google. to you. <laughs> remarketing. Right. Google's remarketing his name to me. Yeah, it could be. But here's the crazy thing. Joey Chestnut, who's world-renowned for dominating every eating competition, he just lost, and he lost big. No. He lost big. What did he lose? He lost in the St. Elmo Shrimp Cocktail Eating Comp Contest in Indianapolis on Saturday. Okay, not like it's not like he lost in Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Competition. I mean, there are tears, right? Nobody cares about a St. Elmo Shrimp Eating Contest. He wins it every year. Okay, I hear he I only hear. put away ten pounds of shrimp. I would love to hear the post interview. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what went wrong, Joey Chestnut? Tell us. That's good. Let's see if we can find it. He was only able to put away ten pounds of shrimp, with the winner put away sixteen pounds of shrimp. Wow, that is a big margin. But here's the crazy thing: on Tuesday, so this was last week, Tuesday, right? So four days later, he was in a pierogi eating contest, and he won that one. <laughs> wow. So he was having an off day. He was having an off Everyone day. Everyone has an off day. You can, listen, if you're a competitive eater, you can't have an off day. I suppose. How many competitive eating things are no, there? Apparently, apparently there's he's a lot. Busy. And by the way, he's won this before. He came in fourth this year. Mm-hmm. He came in fourth, and 
beforehand, like you're making like, yeah, no big deal. It was just some shrimp eating contest. No, he was talking about it. He was training for it. He was preparing for it. He wins it every year. Here's what he had to say right before the contest. Uh, I don't even know how we're going to start. I'm just going to talk about this week and how prepared are you for it. I'm, uh, I'm excited. Yeah. I, I love this contest. Uh, and the St. Elmo Shrimp Cocktail is a, it's, it's a special, unique food. It is. You can smell it. It, 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 it makes you cry. And then, yeah. You're already it's only, sweating. It, it's the only thing that you, like, you cry and then you feel better afterwards. You're already <laughs> sweating. I, I'm excited. So he, he, he broke the record. He set the record at 18 pounds. He only ate 10 pounds this year. I'm okay, little, so obviously little, something went wrong. I mean, he's capable of doing it, but I can't even watch these things. I get a stomachache just oh, watching terrible. them. It's and it's spicy shrimp. Yeah. So, yeah. Good it's luck. Insane. It's insane. <clears throat> Let's jump to the uh, World Cup for a second. What's doing with the World Cup? The US was eliminated. That was already like a week ago, two weeks ago or Morocco something. Morocco won. They I won think for one the first time. That's the they, whole thing. They're into the it's semifinals. Done. I don't know. I, I I really don't. I really don't follow. <laughs> well, I don't follow either. But one thing I did notice is that uh, apparently the camels are really really upset. The camels in Qatar. That's how you pronounce it, by the way. Qatar. Qatar. They don't want you to say Qatar. They want you to say Qatar. Really? Yeah. I don't know. So there's so many tourists because of the World Cup mm-hmm. that the you know everybody wants to take a camel ride. You know, like when we go to Israel, it's like oh, you're take a camel ride. <laughs> so the camels are just like. They they can't deal with it. <laughs> the camels. They've had it. They're they've overworked, it. underpaid. <laughs> yes, and the people are like, well, what are they doing in protest? They're, they're they're just not they're not they're not moving. So yeah, it, it's funny because I was reading one of the articles, and um, it said that the you know they paid they paid the Bedouin, and uh, they paid the Bedouin, and the person was ready to take the animal ride, and the camel refused to get up, and and the guy starts hitting the camel, and it would not budge. And part of the reason is because they, you know, the animal, the camels don't have time to rest because it's one after the other. It's a factory of people taking camel rides. There's people waiting in lines, you know, twenty minutes, thirty minutes, forty minutes, an I mean, hour. I can only imagine. Yeah, they all want, think about it. All these people. Yeah, that's it's a it's it's, it's, it's a, a big, lot of it's yeah. a big workload. But what is the guy supposed to do? The, Who, camel, the camel won't move. <laughs> What's he gonna do? He keeps. Hitting I wonder if he moves. If he refunded the money. <laughs> no, he eventually got him to move. Oh really? Yeah, it's really sad for the camels. Yalla, let's go, let's go. You have to take them. Look at the line here. Look at the line. I won't give you hummus. You won't get one. You won't get any hummus. Please, please. I already took the money. Please. Please get up, please. I beg you. And in more fallout, by the way. So doctors in England, as people come back from the World Cup, they're warning of camel flu. (laughs) Yeah, that's a thing, right? You didn't know that. How does camel flu exhibit? That's what I'd like to know. They say, I mean, I'm assuming it's, it's just like a regular flu, but it's deadlier than COVID-19 with a third of its sufferers dying compared to no. less than 4% for COVID sufferers. And people yes. are coming home. Yes. And there's a line for camel rides. Yes. Apparently wow. camel flu is a thing. People are bringing it from Qatar to other countries. And the next time I go to Israel, I'm not taking a camel ride. Well, maybe they don't have camel flu in it's Israel. It's called camel flu. But they didn't catch it. Who didn't catch it? Uh, we don't have uh, here. We don't <laughs> here. We don't have the camel flu. You understand? We give them all vaccine. Okay, please. Safe to ride the camel here. Yalla, yalla, get on. <laughs> but pay first, please. Go to the guy. Pay him. I noticed that the uh, the Israeli camel ride giver and the cutter ride giver kind of have the same approach. You pay. You pay, pay now. Pay. Get on the camel. Money first. <laughs> And by the way, since we're talking about camels, it, it reminded me, I, why do I see these stories? I don't know. There was a guy who, who there was, you know, they have police 
officers sometimes here in the States, you see them on horses, right? Mounted unit, yep. Yeah, yeah. So there was a guy who walked up to the cop, he walked up to the horse, and he slapped the horse on his butt. And sent him riding. (laughs) (laughs) It would happen in Florida. For some reason, a lot of these stories come out of Florida. I don't know what the story is You know where this happens a lot? Uh, In Israel, in the Haskanahs. So when you have a big protest in Israel, like they bring out the horses. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yes. And the, this happens in Meisharim, and it happens in like Gula neighborhoods, like where they get like where they start burning garbage cans. The horses come out, and 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 some of these people, like in order just to to, to fight back, they'll slap the horses or them. <laughs> yeah, then the horse goes nuts and just rides away. Oh, is that what? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Oh my god! And they just go riding away, but but it's 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 a strategy for for, for people that are scofflaws, I suppose. <laughs> They arrested the guy, a 27-year-old man. They arrested him for a first-degree misdemeanor, which applies to anyone who intentionally, maliciously touches, strikes, or causes bodily harm to a police canine, fire canine, SAR canine, or police horse. I mean, you have to have some measures in place, right? <laughs> can't, can't be a there's free-for-all. A law on the books yeah. for slapping police horses. And by the way, there's a study going on. Speaking of COVID, of course, this episode's going to get flagged because we said COVID. I don't know how many people noticed that Every time we ever just mention the word COVID-19 in Spotify, they flag our episode. But I, 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 t- I keep saying this. I like that blue color. It's a nice <laughs> color and it highlights episodes for me. I know where I'm up to. I just feel like they're, they're, they're calling us like anti-vaxxers and like, you know, deniers. We're not. It's like no, none whatever. Of the above. We don't even get into that stuff. But um, so there's a study going on right now treating patients with COVID-19 with Pepto-Bismol. This is being funded by the government. It's happening uh, it's actually being funded. I'm sorry. It's ha- it's a it's a collaboration between University of Louisville and Procter and Gamble. Notice I said Louisville the right way. It's not the it's right not, way. Yeah, it is. It's not it's Louisville. It's not Louisville. Why? It's Louisville. I thought you were having like a like a mini event. <laughs> Aneurysm. <laughs> Anyways, so Pepto, Pepto for for COVID. So next time you get COVID. Bring out the Pepto, bro. No, I want to understand if this has like broader implications and who got sick and who didn't get sick. We don't know. The study's going on right now. Would you like to? I don't think. Would you like to I be don't, a I don't, person in the trial? <laughs> no, I don't think it's. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me because, like, there there are people that take Pepto on the regular. No. Yes. People don't take it as regular. Like, oh, you, you wake up in the morning, you take Pepto. No, but like every Shabbos. <laughs> like every shop this afternoon. Yes. Is that mutter? I don't know if that's mutter. Why? You can take medication on Shabbos unless you have nah. to unless you have to unless you have to get in bed. I don't. What are you talking it's about? It's not medicine. Of course it's medicine. It's not medicine. It's 100% medicine. It's not drugs. It's just not. It's a cocktail of like vitamins and minerals. No. That's what it is. It's bismuth subsalicylate. That's Shkaych. not that's And what does that mean? It's the gr- it has the greatest antimicrobial activity against pathogenic bacteria. So apparently, it fights viruses. We're definitely getting flagged. <laughs> better than no, saying drink not. bleach. What is tell that? you the truth. Well, yeah. No, but it's a, it's, a, it's a legitimate study. It's a legitimate study, yeah. So who knows? Yeah. And uh, in other drug news, I, so I saw this article about Tylenol, and apparently Tylenol, they've, they've been do- doing studies, and it turns out it makes people feel less negative emotion- when they consider risky activities. So like, you're going to go so bungee jumping. lowers jump and, inhibitions. <laughs> yes. Really? Tylenol. Regular over-the-counter Tylenol. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? It is interesting. I mean, I've never felt that. Have you felt that? 
No, but you've never taken it. Let's say, for example, you're at Great Adventure and you go, you know, you're about to get on one of the rides and you're like, whoa, that's a scary one. Take some Tylenol and then you. All right, I got this. I got this. Or like, (laughs) pass me the Tylenol. I don't know if I could do this. One guy's pounding the tequila and this guy's popping the Tylenols. Wow. You don't have to be careful with that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could. Because I think they lowered the actual dosage that they put in each pill because people would just overtaking it yeah, and you, it hurts take, the liver no no that uh it, you could die from it taking too many tunnels you could die from it so yeah you got to be really careful you always follow the directions <laughs> unlike advil or what advil can't kill it doesn't kill you or it takes much more but tylenol but is tylenol's not uh, i feel like it would be over time that it would need to like hurt a person the way i understand it and i'm not a scientist is that tylenol is metabolized in the liver Yes. Which is why you can't really drink alcohol when you're on Tylenol. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Well, check it up. But what what's the reason? Because your liver what, what is so- What happens if you do? What you'll, happens? You'll, you'll have, you'll, you could have liver failure because your liver is so busy metabolizing the Tylenol that it has no now time. Now you tell me this. It has no time. <laughs> now you tell me. It has no time to take care of your tequila. So- you can have like one drink, I think, whatever it is, whatever the-, the Trying to get the, me killed. <laughs> whatever the dosage you is. You went from you can't drink when you're on Tylenol to, yeah, you can have a couple, three, four shots. No, but, but it's, it's, on, it's on, this is on the, the label. Like, really? Have you ever who, read who a Tylenol label? Labels? It's Shabbos afternoon thing. <laughs> that is crazy. So, yeah. so if you're going to take Tylenol on Shabbos after, in the afternoon, don't drink with it. No, you have to be careful. That's why I think Advil became a little bit more popular. Because there is no drinking restriction when it comes to... Sold. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't take much. Should we talk a little bit about what's been going on with anti-Semitism? If you have to. I kind of feel like we have have to, to, right? You have to. Right, don't we have to? Yeah. Well, Kanye was officially announced to be the anti-Semite of the year. Oh, Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov with Kanye. (laughs) And uh, he's looking good for next year, too. (laughs) According to StopAntiSemitism.org, he was voted... Biggest anti-Semite. And, and not specifically because of the things he said, etc. It's more of because he has had the biggest impact, right? He has turned many, many people in this country because he's so high profile and he has such a huge reach that his anti-Semitism is, it, he made it mainstream, right. which there is There are scary. people that just live through him. Whatever his sheetas are, that becomes their life. It's, and it's scary because the anti-Semitism, it's just, it's just it keeps going up, keeps going up. Um, I saw this insane story. Like this wasn't even on Yeshiva World. I, I saw it in like regular news. I well, like you're sent some, it to them. like you're some Yeshiva World. Like you want a Yeshiva <laughs> World diet? No, I'm like, just wasn't even on Yeshiva World. No, because it was it was a very. I mean, read the headline and you'll understand why you would think it would be on Yeshiva World. Gibo man charged an anti-Semitic incident as bond revoked after. <laughs> So, right? It's yeah, okay. I can't finish that one. Yeah, you can't finish it. But basically, this this guy who was out on bail, he was uh, he's an anti-Semite. He had an anti-Semitic incident uh, in a in a shul in Michigan. That's where Dearborn is. Yes. Okay. So, it, I mean, it says here that there was an anti-Semitic incident in a synagogue. He was out on bond, and then he was arrested again. And this time, he some sort of outburst at an Islamic center. And then he was getting out again when he decided to do something inappropriate in front of the judge, to the judge. Okay, okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was it. And then the judge was like, all right, you're done. (laughs) No no bond for you. So basically what this means is you can do anything you want to Jews, 
you'll get out on bond. But Muna Judge and you're out. And speaking of Ye, by the way, he had another bizarre post on Instagram where he said that uh, Elon Musk is probably half Chinese. I don't know if this makes him more racist now to Asians because his father's not crazier. Chinese. He you know, keep, we know who his father is. He He's keeps not getting Chinese. crazier. Kanye keeps getting more and more insane. But speaking of Elon Musk, you, you've seen the Twitter files? Yes. Yes. That's keep, going crazy. Yeah, they keep... It depends. It's going crazy, but not by the mainstream media. They keep saying that it's it's no big deal. It's no big deal. And he keeps releasing more and more. Each thing is crazier than the next. So, so far they have released um, why they banned certain people. Yes. Then... Uh, the the censoring of accounts, certain accounts that they didn't like, yes, for really no reason, shadow banning them. Yep, right. And now you have uh, banning Trump. Right. The reasoning and the whole process behind taking an, a sitting American president off of Twitter. Yes, which is nuts. Yes, and now it's all coming to light. Yes, but you know what's crazy is is Musk has become like enemy number one to anyone who even slightly leans to the left. They hate him. All the like top headlines every day are just things bashing Musk. Well, bashing he him wants to him. end the woke mindset. Yeah, that's what he wants to do. He's like, it, it, I think he tweeted something like, "End this woke mindset, yes. or nothing's going to matter." Yes, or well, civilization. Right, ends. that's right. So but he it, takes this really seriously. When did Elon Musk become like the champion of free speech and you know, like all these things? This is what he set out to do with his forty-four billion dollar purchase. This is what he wanted. He wanted to bring all these things out into the open, bring them to the light, and and, and here we are. He also he Musk, but he, he's taking on everything. Like he he was tweeting, uh, he was tweeting things about uh, Fauci. He said that. Uh, oh, he believes firmly that Fauci is a criminal. Yes, he you know he he tweeted and he said he as for Fauci, he lied to Congress and funded gain of function research that killed millions of people. So he took a stand on that. Uh, and Dave Chappelle, comedian Dave Chappelle, had a uh, performance recently, and Musk was there, and he invited him on stage, and this is what it sounded like. I don't want to hurt Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for the richest man in the world. That's a lot of booze. That's a lot of booze. It's a lot of booze. I'm telling you, he is public enemy number one. And he's not used to that. Think about it. Yeah. He's a celebrated billionaire wherever he goes. 100%. You know, he's surrounded by people that love him constantly. To get this was kind of like a wake up call, maybe. But then he took to Twitter about it, too. Yeah. And he's like, it was just 10% booze. But what's crazy is also that he's not, he's not really coming out with any sort of policy for Twitter. 
over who gets banned, who doesn't, who gets shadow banned, who doesn't. I mean, it's tricky. Like we, we I mean, we mentioned it in the previous cast or, or two episodes ago. It's like it's, he's using it like his personal fiefdom. So now there was an article that came out yesterday, two days ago, that he shadow banned. You know how there's this this kid who made an account that that tweets every all the locations of uh, Musk's private jet. Yes. So he shadow banned that account now. You know, the kid told him like, buy out, buy me out for like a million dollars, and I'll stop. And right. Musk refused, even well, though that's giving into terrorism. Basically. Exactly. Exactly. So instead, now that he owns Twitter, he just shadow banned the kid. Yeah, I mean that's a perk. It's just a perk. It's is not it, really. Is it a, though? If you're not a free a speech absolutist, you, it's a perk. You, you know, you're in my house. You know what I'm saying? You're saying that you'd do that without a without even yeah, a it's, second it's, thought. You yeah, you don't need to think about that. Oh, you're in my house. Have some manners. All this hate for Elon is translating into like Tesla just keeps on dropping and dropping. Tesla right now is like in the 160s, which is basically it's at its 52-week low. It's been as high. Its 52-week high was 402.67. Wow. But I also feel like that's because people people realize that he's taking his attention away from Tesla and giving it to Twitter. Yeah. So a lot of it is because he was hands-on. And when he's hands-on, people have more confidence. And when there's more confidence, the price goes up. But I, I also think it's because as all the EVs come out from all the other car makers, it's just going to keep – Tesla's going to keep dropping. You know, Tesla's, contrary to popular belief, are not made that well. You could Google this and you could read up about it. They're, they're, they're very technologically advanced, but as far as quality of car, they don't stack up to a lot of the real car makers. And, you know, the Mustang is doing phenomenally well. You know the the electric Mustang, and every car company is releasing EVs. So who cares about Teslas? Like right now, do you even want a Tesla? No, but they're self drive. They're self drive, but they're all working. That's huge. On it. They're all working okay, on self driving. It's here. Okay, you're right. You're right. So so they definitely have a competitive edge on the market. Right. How much are you willing to sacrifice to get a Tesla over a car that you know has so many more features, more comfortable ride, better quality? You know, just because it has self drive. You know, and self-drive is not really legal. Self-drive is a legal, big item. But it's not really legal right now, right? Well, look, whoever has a Tesla. <laughs> they know how to do it, right? Yeah, I mean. You know how it is. Can you imagine you go from Brooklyn to Lakewood and you don't even. It's not that simple. It, it, it is that simple. It's dangerous. Okay, to, so to, I have friends that are that are making this commute from Brooklyn to Lakewood to Muncie and they don't, they don't even touch the steering wheel. Yeah, I do too. Once you get on the on, on the Garden State, that's it's over. Yeah. It's over. They put that you special weight. You basically can take that special a nap. Right. On it. They have a Maybe hat. They shouldn't say they... this. Now we're really going to get flagged. <laughs> well, you don't get flagged by Elon. That's the <laughs> that's the real problem. <laughs> that's true. He's going to shut out Twitter. But they have a hack in where they can where you don't have to keep your hands on yeah, the steering wheel. Yeah, you put a special weight. You don't have to tell them. You don't have to say the hack. <laughs> I thought you, I thought you didn't know. So I thought no, no, I was no, don't worry about. It. I don't have a Tesla, but but they have a way to do it, and it, and it works. And yeah. and they don't. Could you imagine? It's just stress free. Even if there's traffic, and you don't have to think about care. it. You're doing a commute. You don't care. I have a friend who told me he does Mishnayas exactly like you said. He gets on the Garden State. He takes out his his Mishnah, and that's it. He doesn't look up from it that's a lot of confidence I, I can't even do the automatic I I cruise control I like <laughs> I the cruise it. control that does like the the, the yeah, adapting keeps, yeah. adaptive cruise control that's what they call it. i can't do it like we're going like 40 miles an hour into the car behind us and you want me to trust this vehicle but to, you know what to stop people say that but you're forgetting that i if you think about it and we've said this on the cast i trust the computers and the sensors a lot more than i trust humans think about all the older people who are driving and their 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 reaction time is just not where it used to be, you know. Think about the people who are distracted. Think about the people who are texting. The Tesla's not doing any of those things. So many people text. Everybody it's texts. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And on the highway. Yeah. 
That's How many nuts. times do you see, and you look at the car next to you, and you see they're driving weird? You look, and you see the guy's texting. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and and to him, it's like, no, this one's important. <laughs> this one, this text is important. I had to answer this one at you, 75 miles an hour. But you know what's crazy? I saw an article. So apparently, car companies now, they're planning on making like some of the features that you'd normally get in a car. They're making them subscription-based. Because you know everything now is like subscription. So you want heated seats? Okay, you got to pay a monthly fee. For an additional ten dollars a month, you'll get heated seats. For another twenty dollars a month, you'll get. But is that adaptive good, is that control. good or bad? Because I don't want every feature. There are features that why should I have them? I don't need navigation in my car. Right, nobody does. Anymore. Right, nobody uses. So it. it's twenty five dollars extra. Right, and you can only get the Bose sound system if you get the navigation. They they force you into these. No, no, no. But at the end of the day, to be able to pick and choose the features you want and save costs here and incur costs there. For the ones you do want, like I need heated seats. I cannot sure. manage without no, them. Heated steering wheel even more. Important. Even better. Heated steering. But I wheel. use it less. But when it's really cold, I use it. Oh, I use. But it heated every day. seats, like I'll use that all year. Even in the summer, I'll crank the AC at sixty and heat my seat. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. weird. It's special. I don't know. It's. No, that's I don't know. weird. It makes me feel coddled. What about massage seats? Also, also. I don't important. have that. You me have neither. That? No. Okay. But it's something I would pay extra for if it was available. Instead, you get these packages, right? It's just, oh, it comes with this package or the other package. I don't want packages. I want to be able to pick and choose a la carte. That's what I want. But you're assuming that the prices are going to come down and then you're just going to pick the ones you want. If I had to guess, the prices are not going to come down and they're just going to charge more for Extra. these things so that they can make more money and show more to their bottom line. Like the, the automatic high beams, remote start, advanced cruise control, all of these things, they're going to make you pay for them. Well, I feel like it's competitive, though. Competitive market. Like, not all car makers are going to do that. Good point. Good point. I want to read this one line from the article. It was caught my attention. It says, but unlike with Netflix, you won't be able to use your ex-girlfriend's uncle's login in your new BMW. Well, you can't log in and get features. They're hardware. Yeah, but are, so they, are they not? It's hardware, but it's connected to the internet, right? And you're yeah. going to authenticate who you are. And then you're going to say, like, you buy an app, right? You buy this feature on your phone. Huh. So I just log in as you. <laughs> And right. then you have adaptive cruise control. Theoretically, but wow. they're saying you're not going to be able to do that. So it's interesting. You you, you see it as a positive. I I, I think the uh, the jury's out on that. It's just funny because this is like the new paradigm. This is the new reality. It's like everybody's on their phones. Everybody just buys. They're used to buying on their phone. You know, you have Apple Pay. You, you know, you just hit the button and you're good to go. You know, Face ID and, and you're done. You bought it. Right. So now if, imagine you could do that with a car. I mean, a Tesla... I have a friend who got a Tesla and he was telling me how the experience was insane because he did the whole thing from his phone. He was just sitting on his phone. He ordered the Tesla, picked it up. He never spoke or met with a human. He bought it, paid for it, picked it up with his phone. It would be much cooler if he bought it, paid for it, and it picked him up. <laughs> how cool would that be? It would be cool. It would be cool. This is the smartphone generation. So, I mean, it's just, it's getting more it and more. It is crazy because I will sit by a, a, a computer a, a desktop that is super powerful, right? And just be doing everything on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. It's crazy. It's sad. It's crazy. It's not sad. That's the world. That's the world we live in. And it reminds me of this article that I saw. Uh, a bunch of parents in Canada are suing Epic Games, the maker of Fortnite, because they say that their kids are addicted to it. I know. I've heard about this. I've heard about people getting very addicted, especially to Fortnite. Especially I'm, young kids, right? It used to be available on the iPhone, and then it, they took it off of the App Store. Right. They didn't, because they, they protested the fact that Apple's taking most of their money. The rev share, right. Right. So it's Same not thing available. For Android, by the way. 
It's off of Android. In order to, to, to play it on Android, see, an, on an Android device, you can install things that aren't in the Play Store. Right, you have that flexibility. Right. But on Apple, you don't have, on an iPhone, you don't have that ability. So right. if it's not on the App Store, you don't get it, and they're off the App Store, so you can't really get it on an iPhone. But people are still playing on Xbox and Playstations. Right, right. So they're saying that their kids were... Uh, their kids are addicted to it, but it's going to be interesting because if this lawsuit goes through, could you imagine, what about TikTok? I could see people suing TikTok and saying that's addictive, right? We know study after study has shown- Well, then just go straight back to the phone, right? Right, and sue, sue Apple. Just sue Apple, yeah. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Funny, because you, you just reminded me, I saw this, uh, this alert that you're running out of time if you want to file a claim for this class action lawsuit against makers of chicken products, like frozen chicken, fresh chicken, and I was like, whoa, file a claim, free money. And the website is overchargedforchicken.com. There was a $181 million settlement. It's basically anyone who's bought chicken. Any chicken anywhere? It, it's a certain, certain group of states. Of course, I checked right away if New York was in it. It was, so it was New Jersey. Ah. Yeah, but, but then I'm looking at the defendants, and I'm trying to figure out if any of them are kosher chicken makers. The only one I'm thinking, one of them is AgriStats, Inc. That kind of sounds right, Agri. Raboshkin's agri-processors that was Raboshkin right so I, I mean I don't know here are the names I don't know if anyone I don't know if any of them are well, Jewish just sign up just sign up yeah right? well, I mean you bought chicken you ate chicken and if you ate an Manalapin you probably ate from one of these guys <laughs> so what they're saying is that the, the, the chicken companies all these chicken companies were conspiring to mess with the price and to, to raise the prices together you know like anti-competitive behavior I like the Achtos though <laughs> No? Chicken yeah. It's like, guys, let's just make more money together. You know, but the truth of the matter it's is- like you the Tower of Babel. You, 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 you fill out these things. The only ones who make money off of class action lawsuits are the lawyers. $181 million. You can get a check for $5.67. Yes. I, I think that <laughs> or happened like a free Purdue chicken. There was like a Red Bull class action suit a few years ago, and I got like a $7 check. Right. And I was like, this is your share of the class action <laughs> settlement. And what'd you do with it? You went and bought a Red Bull. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think I still. I think I saved it as a souvenir. Like I don't. Like I'm not going to go cash a seven dollar check. You want to hear something interesting? I uh, I actually filed a claim in small claims recently. It's a long story. We're not going to get into it. Oh come on. Nah, it's a long story. You don't want to hear it. I probably don't. <laughs> anyway, I filed this. Whatever. I filed a claim in small claims. It's the first time I've ever done done it personally. It was in New Jersey. I filed this claim. I got a letter in the mail, and here it is. I'll actually show it to you. And because you said you framed your check, I'm framing this letter. And you could see what it is. People's Court. I got a letter from the People's Court, which is a television show where people come to adjudicate their cases on TV. And they're basically trying to get me to bring drop my case in small claims and bring it to them. They'll pay me $500, I think it says, right? Yeah. Win, lose, or draw, you get 500 bucks. At least 500 bucks. And, and the, they pay travel costs. Yeah. Where is it? Connecticut? Yeah. Uh, should I do it? You should take a chopper. If you can take a chopper and they'll pay your travel costs, you should do it. Should I do it? I was thinking about it. Everybody would watch that episode. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I'd have a shout out to Casey. <laughs> it would go viral. <laughs> it would, right? Yeah. People want to know who my you yarmulke. are. I've eaten like, you know, to, from guy on the on people's court. I say do it. That's my vote. I really want to. I'll be honest with you. I really, really want to. So do it. I don't have the guts. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just feels weird. Consider it. At least you consider come with it. Me? Oh, imagine if that's how we come out of the closet <laughs> <laughs> on the people's Today, court. Today on the people's court. <laughs> 
That would be funny. That would be. Yeah. It's a great way to do it, by the way. And they would be like, what's up with this episode? Everybody's watching it. <laughs> Everyone in Lakewood and Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> and Israel. Surprising amount of hits from Israel. I'll think about it. Please. But if I don't do it, I'm going to frame this. If you do it, I'll come with. Oh, Just as hear. emotional support. I will not show up on TV. Guys, if you want me to do this, we need to hear from you. <laughs> Send us an email. It's hawk at kiddishclubpodcast.com or join our WhatsApp group and let us know from there. Thank you all for listening. You know you can find us on Twitter. We are at Kiddish Club Cast. You can find us on Instagram at Kiddish Club Podcast. If you enjoy the episode, do us a favor and share it with your friends, your family. Drop it in a WhatsApp chat. And speaking of WhatsApp, you can follow us in the Kiddish Club WhatsApp group. That's where we drop our videos that we discuss on the podcast. You'll find them there. Uh, special features, bonus content. You will find it all on the WhatsApp group. You can find the link to it in these show notes or on our website. It's www.kiddishclubpodcast.com. Head over to Spotify and leave us five stars. Head over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a written review with five stars and we would appreciate it. And of course, you can send us your thoughts, comments, and suggestions by email at hock, H-O-C-K, at kiddishclubpodcast.com. Kiddish Club out. On the phones, it was it used to be available on the Apple phone. Right. It used to be available on the... <laughs> <laughs> What's the Apple phone? <laughs> on the Apple phone. <laughs> What's some other gaming consoles? You know? PlayStation? Wii. Is Wii still a thing? No. No. <laughs> and we are back. Welcome at- to... Why? Why would you interrupt me? Because you always pause. No. Every time. No. Okay, go. Okay, go. And we're back. Welcome to Kiddish Club News for Jews. Hey, everybody. No. Give me the music again. This is the part you never hear. Because we cut it. <laughs> so good. You're liking the music, huh? This is the AI generated. Yes, it? it is. Sing it. Maybe we should put words to this. We'll release it. As a single? Yeah. On Spotify. KC Media single. Who's going to sing? You. Maybe Yoni Z. Yeah, yeah. The gar- the Golden State Killer. You ever hear of that case? No. Are we going to get into this? Why not? Yeah, you like it? I don't okay. know. It's a little scary-ish. Uh. What are they going to do? Not accept us on 24-6? <laughs> <laughs> Take us off Naki Radio. <laughs> And this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.